0: What are video games, if not a means through which players can just do things that they simply can't in real life? Be it visiting mysterious worlds, harnessing amazing superpowers, or just being a total asshole without suffering any real life consequences? Well, let's take a look at the latter today. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 awful things we all did in video games. Number 10. Throwing baby penguins off a cliff Super Mario 64 When someone gives you lemons, you make lemonade and when a giant penguin gives you her baby you throw it off a cliff, right? Wait a minute, that doesn't actually make sense. Super Mario 64 might be one of the most adorable and seemingly harmless platformers and say it with me kids, of all time! But it nevertheless allowed players to indulge their inner psychopath in the level Cool Cool Mountain. At one point, you will encounter a mother penguin who has lost her baby, and she requests your assistance to locate the child. And once you bring it back to her mother, you'll still be able to pick up the little penguin and run around with it. So of course, many players just couldn't resist but just throw her off the nearby cliff edge. To make matters more horrifying, the mother will actually look on at you in anger when you scamper off with her baby again. But at least you're not actually committing penguin murder, as the baby will respawn at the top of the mountain once you've carried out your horrific act. Even so, needlessly traumatising a mother and her charm for your own fleeting amusement sure is what psychiatrists would call a red flag. Number 9. Leaving People Hogtied on the Train Tracks – Red Dead Redemption Sometimes players can't fully be blamed for committing an in-game act, because the developers put it in the game first, after all, and in the case of Red Dead Redemption, they even made a damn achievement for it. The first game's dastardly achievement required players to hogtie a woman and leave her on a set of train tracks to be pulped by an oncoming train. Doing so will predictably result in the poor woman's chunky red remains being showered over the player in what's both totally messed up and yet weirdly, perversely, kind of hilarious. Red Dead Redemption 2 continued this tradition, yet the game's enhanced visual fidelity resulted in a less cartoonish outcome, with the victim typically being smushed underneath the train and reduced to a long red smear along the tracks. Rockstar has allowed players to do many, many terrible things in their games over the years, but the cruelty of leaving a potentially totally innocent person to die in one of the most horrendously, terrifyingly violent deaths imaginable is something else entirely. Number 8. Building Roller Coaster Death Machines – Roller Coaster Tycoon Now in theory, the Roller Coaster Tycoon franchise has always been about the pure, childlike joy of building your dream theme park and then watching it prosper into a beloved enterprise. But ever since its inception, there's been a subset of fans – well, that's not true, a lot of them really – who couldn't help but put the game's extensive creation suite to wildly sadistic use. Rollercoaster Tycoon lets you create your own coasters down to an impressively granular level, yet without the real-world concerns of things like physics, safety and, you know, wrongful death lawsuits. And so, it's shockingly easy to build your own glorified death machines, which your parked customers will be all too eager to ride in the pursuit of safe thrills, only to be end up horribly traumatised or even killed. Back in 2013, a 4chan poster famously revealed Mr. Bones' Wild Ride, a monstrous creation coaster that they built for the second game, which lasted a Mind melting four years of game time. In other areas, you can operate half built coasters that crash and kill everyone, making guests straight up disappear, or if you're feeling especially nasty, you can drown your customers by fencing them into a block of land and then filling it with water. Going by the many, many roller coaster tycoon torture videos on YouTube is basically a huge part of the series' appeal despite the developers' earnest intentions. Number 7 Locking the Butler in the Fridge Tomb Raider 2. The earlier Tomb Raider games saw fans relish experimenting around with their at the time refined physics engine, flinging Lara Croft to her death to see the many ways that her body would crumple, or for some to hear her comically suggestive death moan. Yeah, there's some weirdos out there. In Tomb Raider 2, few players could resist locking her poor, suffering butler Winston in the manor's opulent walk in freezer. While Winston does relentlessly follow Lara around in a manner that definitely seems at least a little bit creepy, it's pretty extreme to turn the guy into a popsicle. To be totally fair to players, Winston doesn't actually die when you do this, but to seal away a man who just wants to do his job and aid Lara is incredibly cruel. Even after the freezer door is slammed in his face, Winston's willingness to serve is still strong enough that he'll actually partially clip through the door in an attempt to keep following you, which is actually pretty terrifying. Number 6. Breaking Batman's No-Kill Policy The Batman Arkham Franchise The Batman Arkham games adhere to the popular conception of the Dark Knight as a non-lethal superhero who dispatches his foes without actually ending their lives. But, just as the Batman movies have struggled to consistently depict him as not a murderer, the more interactive medium of video games has an even tougher time with it. It's often joked about that the various takedown manoeuvres throughout the series are brutal enough to at least leave Batman's victims in traction for months, if not giving them life-changing injuries such as brain damage and permanent physical disability. Then there's the fact that, that you can definitely maim people beyond recognition with the Batmobile in Arkham Knight, and yet all of these injuries can at least be waved away as Batman absolutely positively not outright killing someone. But what about whenever you knock an enemy out next to a body of water and they fall into it, eh? In what can only be termed as a massive design oversight, the game let you knock nameless NPC goons into water without needing to also rescue them. There's literally no physical way for an unconscious person to survive in water for any prolonged period, so we can categorically say that Batman does, in fact, kill in the Arkham games. Number five, drowning Sims by removing the swimming pool ladder. The Sims. Yes, <laughs> keep swimming. <laughs> Swim to your doom. <laughs> Moving on. Number four, pushing Narciss down the well. The Elder Scrolls Online. In The Elder Scrolls Online's Morrowind expansion, the quest Ancestral Adversity presents players with a dilemma to push fellow adventurer Narciss Dren down a well, or not. At the very end of this quest, Narciss laments that his expeditions didn't turn up the riches that he expected, and as a result, he's clearly suffering from a little economic anxiety. You're able to make Narcissus' day even worse should you wish to do so, as your final option is to either walk away and leave him be, or trick Narcissus and tell him that you think there's some treasure down at the bottom of a nearby well. An excited narcissist will then go to investigate at which point you're able to shove him from behind, sending him plummeting down the well. It's pretty cruel and cowardly at the end of the day, but narcissist's pathological arrogance made it a mere matter of time before somebody chucked him down a well, so you know what? Why not us? Number 3. Leaving an unreliable note, Dark Souls now, dark souls is a tough enough series already without players flat out trolling their fellow warriors as its message system allows them to do that with absolute impunity now in a perfect world players would only leave helpful messages to warn others about dangers ahead or the locations of useful items nearby but of course the internet being what it is many decide to use it to grief others and that includes you quite likely now come on be honest we've all done it at least once we've all written try jumping off at the edge of a cliff causing sweet naive adventurers to take that leap straight to their deaths. But because the fan base quickly cottoned onto this, the trolls soon had to get a little more creative, leaving the same messages near bonfires or treasure, in turn tricking others into avoiding something that was actually useful. It's horrible to be on the receiving end of such a troll, but it's also great fun to leave misleading messages while mischievously cackling to yourself about the misery it'll cause others. Humans truly are the worst. Number two, hacking traffic lights to cause massive accidents, watchdogs. The entire appeal of the watchdogs games is using technology to effectively hack real life for your own benefit, such as siphoning money away from rich bankers, stealing fancy cars and disabling the police mid-pursuit. The hacking tech naturally allows players to explore their more devious side as well, to the extent that you can cause massive amounts of city-wide damage and even horribly maim or kill totally innocent civilians. Now, The easiest way to ruin your fellow man's day is to hack the traffic lights, especially at an intersection that is loaded with cars. Doing so will cause a colossal pileup, enough that some cars may explode and trigger a chain reaction of detonating vehicles, killing anyone caught in the vicinity. Now, at this point, you've basically become the terrorist the authorities believe you to be, and while the resulting explosive carnage sure is an awesome demonstration of Watchdog's refined physics and visuals, it's hardly a way to make the layperson sympathetic to your cause. And number one, Causing Mass and Murder-Suicide, Oddworld Abe's Exodus The Oddworld Games presents a harsh, unforgiving world where players must make their best efforts to rescue as many of protagonist Abe's enslaved fellow Madokans as possible. But the series' compliant AI system makes messing with the Madokans a huge ton of massively cruel fun. In the sequel, you're able to cause a chain reaction of murder-suicide by waiting until you've got a large group of Madokans in a line and then slapping one in the face and then just rolling away. Typically, a Madokun will respond to a slap by slapping you back, but if you roll away, it'll instead slap the Madokun that stood next to it, kickstarting a slap first as all of the Madokuns start angrily slapping each other. After a few Madokuns have died from the assault, the rest will suddenly feel deep regret over their actions and start hitting themselves in the head, which they'll keep doing until they also die. Woof. Have these poor guys really not suffered enough already? Well, apparently not, but be truly honest, you got a massive kick out of torturing them. You sick animal.